This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret, and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming, only on Hulu. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oh, wow. Oh, and you're still good looking. <laughs> uh, what trying, is it with black people, man? Trying to <laughs> what is it with black people? <laughs> what do you mean? Well, we, you're 52 we now. Oh, wow. We moisturize. <laughs> is that what it is? I don't know, man. I don't know what it is, man. It's all we got. Right? It's all we got, boys. Self-made moisturizer. Let's go. Yeah, all right. How, how do I sound? Good. Yeah? I think so. I don't even hear myself. You want some more in the headphones? Yeah. How's that? How's that? Hello? Yes. Yeah. That sounds good. It's nice to hear yourself. Oh, it, it, it's nice to hear your voice. Oh, wait. Were you complimenting me or you're just saying in general? No, it's I was nice just saying it's nice to be able to hear ah, yourself. Back. All right. Yeah. What is this liquid death? It's also nice to hear. Yeah, bro. It's beer. No, First thing in the morning. No. <laughs> Enjoy it, Owen. <laughs> Murder your thirst. This is intense. Yeah. yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And you're right to be a little skeptical. Yeah. It looks, it looks yeah, the crazy. font alone looks... Uh, it looks scary. It's a little though. too strong for water. Yeah. You know, when you see a font like this, you think of, you know, flavors. Yeah. Yeah. Bitter flavors. Mm -hmm. Barley. Not Met water. Methamphetamine. Yeah. This is, <laughs> this, is, this is the first ingredient to beer. Just water. Oh. <laughs> they send you hops next. Right? Uh, well, uh, are we ready to go? Oh, we're rolling. Ah, oh. uh, I'm so happy I'm back. Dude, this tour is uh, intense. Yeah, man. You know, right before the uh, the pandemic, I was on tour, Owen. Yeah. And, uh, and, uh, and, and uh, all of a sudden, it came to a screeching halt. Yeah. It's done. And I had a tour already blocked out for me for a year right and then we go a year you know uh, everyone months. knows 18, 18 yeah, months yeah, right and now the touring's back up but then we also rescheduled a new tour so now i have two tours going at the same time Whoa. so i'm literally home for two days and i'm back on the road because we're trying to fit these uh rescheduled dates on a thursday or yeah. a sunday right. or a wednesday i did one on a wednesday i did reading pennsylvania i think on a wednesday wow wow Wow. And they came out. And they came out on Keep a Wednesday. Out. They had to come out. Mm -hmm. You're in Reading. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> no disrespect. That was one of my favorite shows of the whole tour. I'm not even lying. Right. Reading, Pennsylvania. It was incredible. That town. You go to those towns. Yeah. Owen. I've been there. Oh, you've been there? Yeah, I did the college there. It's special, right? Yeah. I mean, you walk yeah. around and you're like, okay. <laughs> I get it. it. I get what's it. going on right That's now. It. Okay. I know what's right. happening. Yeah, 
I know once the the sun goes down, it's uh, it's going to turn into something a little bit more uh, <laughs> aggressive. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, the people were beautiful. Yeah, yeah. I've known Owen Owen Smith, by the way, such yeah. a funny comedian. I've known Owen, I'd say twelve years longer, more than that. Fifteen. When were you doing your um your 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 um what was it Kung Pao joke? <laughs> Yeah, that was that was fifteen years 15, ago. Yeah, that's that's holy shit. Yeah, I think I still, I should have bought it. I had one of your early cards. That's so funny. Because, uh, I was like, oh, this dude values marketing like me. Yeah, I remember. <laughs> I was like, who did this for you? And you had your guy with you. Yeah, I did have my guy with yeah, me, like, Alan Palos. Yeah, big yeah. shout out. You travel with what your up, marketing Alan? dude. Yeah, <laughs> I kind of just moved out here. It was probably twenty years ago. Where, where'd you move to LA from? I, mo- I moved to LA from Chicago, but I was I was born in the Bahamas, raised in Maryland. Then I went to Notre Dame. After I graduated from there, I moved to Chicago. College. So yeah. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's the that Notre oh, Dame, right. that's not that's not just college. That's Notre Dame. Yeah, that's Notre Dame. That's, yeah. Notre Dame is in uh, South Bend, South, Indiana. South Bend, Indiana. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's just the college belt, right? You have yeah, Indiana. You have yeah. Indiana State. Mm-hmm. Oh, Indiana State's all the way south of the state. Yeah, that's yeah. But they're all like legendary colleges. Mm-hmm. It's like yeah, you got yeah. Purdue. You got uh, isn't that Purdue? Purdue? Yeah. yeah. It's kind of like North Carolina. It's like, exactly. wait, Duke is here too? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Duke, North yeah, Carolina Indiana, State. Yeah, yeah. Uh, IU Bloomington. Yeah yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. What about Wake Forest? Isn't that's that it? That's right that's, in the same area. South, no, Wake Forest is in South South Carolina? Wake Forest. No, it's North Carolina. It's North, North Carolina, Carolina. Yeah. too? Isn't that yeah, yeah, yeah. crazy yeah. to be surrounded by that much? Yeah. Powerhouses? Indiana's the same, but Notre Dame is the ultimate. Yeah. It's just like, and yeah. what'd you go to college for? I studied finance and Japanese for... Uh, two years japanese yeah yeah yeah. i could speak a little bit but i'm rusty now were were you fluent when you got out of college i was i was strong i was gonna go to japan um, and teach english stand up and teach no no i was just gonna go like absorb the culture and Mm -hmm. just like and just just be in a different space just see you know how you know how it would flow but i started doing comedy in college Mm -hmm. Uh, yeah it was like the um What's that Malcolm Malcolm Gladwell book Ten Thousand Hours? Like a comedy club opened in South Bend, so like uh, I was dating a girl. We broke up after a breakup. You do what you always wanted to do. So, yeah. Um, that summer, I started doing stand up in in D.C. How old were you? Maryland, nineteen. Nice. Same same age. Uh, I'm nineteen, nineteen, and then um, um, at the time Martin Lawrence, like it was a big picture of Martin Lawrence on the outside of the comedy club. He had blown yeah. up, and and uh, and I did open mic. And it was the first time a whole bunch of other like black men were like really supportive uh, about something other than sports. Yeah, like, all these brothers were like, "Yo, you real funny." First, slow down. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Just take it. This is a funny bit. And I was like, "Yo," I, like I was like, "I'm home." Yeah. And one of the dudes, you know, how open mic. The more seasoned people close it out. Yeah. One of the more seasoned people close it out. I go. I went to middle school with that dude. His wow. name is Mike Brooks. So shout out to Mike Brooks and uh, one of the funniest dudes. Uh, still, still doing it. Yeah, yeah. He lives in Maryland and uh, super funny cat. And um, and he showed me around. And so my goal that summer was to just get paid. Yeah. Like, if I get paid, I'm a professional. Yeah. And so we used to do all these cabarets with like people would be eating crabs and the stage would be back here and they like got a green and neck <laughs> yeah. look at you, you know, and you're doing your jokes and they just like, oh, he's all right. You know, yeah. you get some laughs. And then, but at the end of the summer, I was hosting this, this um, room, I think it's called Jokes on Us now, if it's still open. 
and this dude named Pops, shout out to Pops, put 25 wrinkled dollars in my, he gave me a 20 out of five, and I was like, I'm a professional. I remember that. Yeah, yeah. So when I I remember getting my first cash. Yeah, uh, cash check too. Crazy. <laughs> Felt good, huh? Yeah, I was like, I was like, I'm a professional, and, and and making people laugh in D.C., Maryland, to me was like one of the hard. It was like way harder than Indiana to me. Like when I went back to South Bend, I was like, I'm about to crush right. this. Yeah, and so I I started going into like every uh, talent show on campus. I would win those. So I did all that, all the stuff that our TV shows now. I yeah. did that in Indiana when yeah, where yeah. it wasn't under the L.A. lights, right? And so yeah. Then, then a comedy club opens and I become the, the doorman. I did everything that you would do at uh, Indiana in South Bend. I was in class, but then I was a, I got a gig there working the door. Yeah. Then I would work the door and host. So I had on a little goofy shirt and I would seat you. Then I get on stage, and be like, "Hey, how's anybody? Hey, that's the guy that you know." Yeah. <laughs> but it was like a different audience. It was more blue collar white folks. Yeah. In, in DC, Maryland, it was us. So it was just like a different, you know. Yeah. I had to figure out. Where to, what frequency to reach them on because they did not get any of my cultural references or, yeah, or anything. Right, there was right. no DJ doing sound. You know, DJ played like none of that stuff. It was yeah. all like, well, how do I relate to these cats? But I learned how to make them laugh. Yeah. And occasionally a black headliner would come through. Like Vince Morris was uh, big in that circle. Dude, <laughs> holy yeah, yeah. shit. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to Vinny. Yeah. Wow, Vince you Morris. just pulled a name out yeah, of yeah. nowhere. Vince Morris, Rod Paulette would come through. He used to sell these t-shirts called Titties for Peace. <laughs> and, Yo, uh, look at Vince Morris. Yeah, Private Vince Morris. Is he still in Kansas? He's in Ohio. 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 Yeah, that's Oh, Ohio. You know him? Yeah. Oh, uh, you know Vince? Tyrone. You know, my friend Tyrone. They're, but they're like really good friend really yeah. that's right he's in Ohio he's yeah. in up upstate right I thought he was in Columbus as far oh is it Columbus too Vince yeah, Moore so. he was such a good guy man yeah, that's my guy yeah Vinny Vince Morris Rod Paulette and then uh, D.O. Hughley uh, came through which changed like my whole perspective as to because then, because that was the first, then I was performing for an audience that was like the audience I, I started in it was yeah like, I, was, I didn't know we had this many black people in South Bend like they all came out for D.L. And then Cedric came through, and I got to open for him. And then, um, and this Fox is all at this comedy through. club, yeah, in Indiana, in the South Bend. How old are you moment. at this time? 20? Nineteen, still nineteen. So that, and you're 19. What are you now? I'm forty-eight. Forty-eight. Wow, I'm forty-eight. So that was twenty-nine years ago. Yeah, yeah. And people don't understand, like, like, like when I say that to a kid now, it's like, yeah, man, that's how it was. Yeah, like, it was. It, it was still, it wasn't racist. It was like, like this kind of like systemic racism. Mm-hmm. It was like, it's like. Like, just like you said, I didn't know how to play to this type of room. I had to adjust, blah, blah, blah. And it was just like, they didn't cater to us. No, right. It was right. like, this is a white room. Yeah. And we even called it white rooms. Yeah, like, like if you would call the chair. weekends, you would call weekends white the white the white room. That was the yeah. white shows, and then and then yeah, <laughs> yeah for real, it's yeah, like, yeah. and then you would have the theme shows. Like, I mean, they're still running to this day. Fat yeah. Tuesdays, I don't you know, I don't know if they're running still, but like Mobetta Mondays yeah. and and your Chocolate Sundays. That was nationwide. nationwide. Every comedy club had those theme shows. Yeah, because they wouldn't give you the weekend show because that was primarily the white night and it was all kind of like said underneath your breath right and it's crazy it was just that's, a known thing yeah, yeah and yeah, it's just like yeah. like I remember when I saw Chris Rock it was like uh, you know I was like I think I was 18 yeah. and I was just like 
yo, he's coming. Like I couldn't believe it because it, that's never. No. If you get if you get like a, a booking for for the month the calendar for an improv, mm-hmm. it's just a bunch of white people. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then you and then you see a Chris Rock, you're like, ah, yeah. yeah. And it's like that was their Black Weekend, right. yeah, <laughs> literally. Right. Right. And right. that's why it's like I can I totally understand where you're coming from. That yeah. that your mind, like you your head exploded. You were just like, wait, there's black people out here, yeah, other than me, yeah, yeah. and yeah. these other students that are going to this college that were beautiful located here because too, yeah. of college right yeah has any of that has any of that changed i mean has it it's now it is uh-huh. well i'm gonna tell you i mean what's interesting I'm gonna, I'm gonna drop something else on you too that i noticed uh so when it was like white night or what have you that's when larry the cable guy was doing the clubs and all of that stuff mm-hmm. and they would some and sometimes they would have like a hypnotist yeah hypnotist or magician comic yep. and uh then they would have um was the the ventriloquist? They would have mm-hmm. they would have all these variety acts, and then about maybe four weeks out of the year, four weekends out of the year, they would have like a DL. Cedric. Yeah, DL, Cedric, and that would be it. Jamie Fox. I'm trying to think who was it was one one other brother that um Bruce came, Bruce was big, but Bruce Bruce didn't come through South Bend, but yeah, he's always been. Yeah, I'm but trying to I think noticed, of like the 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 main improv like black guys were always like like you said DL yeah. and Cedric oh, Cedric. God, it was it was only a handful. Yeah, it was always just a handful. Yeah, and it was South Bend fun. But what I noticed is, so for the white acts, the the ticket cost would be like nine dollars, eleven dollars. When DL said to those guys, the ticket price would be it would double. Of course, but they also doubled the drink prices. Yeah, mm. and they also had security. Mm-hmm. And keep in mind, this is a blue collar town. The black folks. If they made the same as the white folks, and it was just a more expensive night yeah, to go out. Right. So you would hear the same waitresses. Who were my friends? I knew them, but they would be like, "Black people don't tip." I'm like, "Y'all mm-hmm. are triple charging them." Like, yeah. like <laughs> they're making they're, everyone else can come here <laughs> yeah. for five dollars a ticket and you know yeah. five dollar beer. Y'all charging. You know, I never forgot that. Like, just this narrative that mm-hmm. was pressed on us. It's like for them to come out. This is like a hundred dollar night. You know, right. if not plus, back in the in the nineties. And and you work in a factory or you know you're not everyone wasn't balling so I was just I just where the the other side they're spending like forty five fifty bucks if that yeah, yeah yeah you know and they would have free tickets and right. um you know all these other, it was nothing free about these nights and it was and I remember sitting next to the owner it was like this this faux paranoia of what was going to happen and these were the most peaceful they were just so happy to have <laughs> someone that looked like them come mm-hmm. and perform with a shared experience. Yeah. Nobody was trying to do anything violent. Like people, you, this is, people are laughing. This is a good time, you know? So I, I never forgot like that little, that little uh, piece that was left out when they go, black people don't tip. I go, they would absolutely tip if it was a $5 free, you know? <laughs> like, hey, man, take this money. Yeah. But this was, it was, you know, just to get in the door, I'm spending what your average customer spends for, for, for the, the entire night. night. Yeah. And so, um, but yeah, but I just wanted to like, but I, and I never, I never forgot that aspect of it. But I learned how to perform for both crowds. Yeah, right? and then um, what was uh, the name of this club again? Funny Bone. It was a funny. Oh, bone. it was a funny. It was bone? a funny bone in South Bend, Indiana. Wow. It's closed now. But uh, and it was a, a comedian named Diana Limo. Rest in peace. She used to come through and uh, and um, she always was, use you, huh? Well, always you know, like use you. Yeah, her. and she told me if when I come to Chicago, look her up, and she showed me how the game goes. She was very kind. Like yeah. she, she's um. She would um, take me to open up for on like 
one-nighters and I would like run bits by her and stuff and she would go, Anthony Griffith has a bit like that. I go, who the, who was Anthony Griffith? I didn't even know. <laughs> and then I looked him up, I go, this guy's amazing. Yeah. And, uh, and um, you know, she kind of taught me how to, how the game worked. And so that was back then when you called um, comedy clubs and go, hey, I'm gonna be in your area, can I audition, you know? And you'd be lying, you're like, yeah, I'm gonna be there tomorrow, I'll be there. and then you would drive 300, 400 miles do a guest spot, you know, blow them away, and then I would get booked as like an, an opener yeah. or a feature act. And uh, and I used to just take a USA Today and circle like all these cities and go, all right, I'm, and I was, if they had a comedy club, and I would call and I would physically go, you know, and then that's how I would like fill out my calendar. So then I could sit down and go, all right, I'm gonna work 40 weeks a year. I got Columbus, they booked me. I got Des Moines, I got, you know, Davenport, I got, you know, all that stuff, and yeah. then, uh, and uh, that's how I used to do it. And I didn't know that there were like maybe like eight club bookers back then, and they all talked to each other. I didn't know that um, mm. um, back then. And so I had this. I had one incident when I had to cancel to go open for Outkast back in Notre Dame. Yeah. I had to cancel on this dude named Mark West, and uh, and it was really him and this dude named Paul Lane that were like booking booking me mostly. And I'm still, and I just graduated from college at this point. And I called Diana Lyman and I go, Hey, what should I say? What's the language? I should use to, and she told me uh, what to say, and I said it. And Mark was like, "You got another gig, you piece of shit. You'll never <laughs> fucking work for me again." Like that horse, that, really. That horse. And I was like, twenty. I was like twenty weeks of work, just like gone oh, to go man. open up for Outkast. And uh, was it worth it? Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I mean, at the end, but at that time, I was like, I was crushed. I was like, "How am I going to eat?" You know what I'm yeah. saying? I didn't know they played those games. I didn't know right. it was like just eight bookers that you know. And I'm, I'm loosely saying eight. I don't know the exact number, but it was. There are fewer people who booked comedy clubs back then than, and so only one dude named Freddie DeMarco would book me. Yeah. And do you have your work for Freddie? Freddie DeMarco used to do one nighters in Columbus, Columbia, Missouri, and I was doing. I was working in the Ozarks. I was performing on boats. Oh <laughs> in the Ozarks. God. So when the show Ozarks came out, yeah. I'm like, I, I've been all through there. Like, yeah. wow. but that was the only way I could eat for like two years, doing like doing Freddie DeMarco gigs, and then uh. Um, a guy named Dave Stroop used to show me some love. Ah, I know Dave Stroop. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, a few cats. Um, and then I started like doing colleges and, yeah. I, and figuring out that that space. And uh, that, that was pretty much so, I've performed in every state except for Montana. As yeah. a, so by the time I came out here, I had, I had, people thought I started in Chicago because that's where I, I lived, but I'm, you know, I started in Maryland and. Did did you know? But I, I made a lot of great friends in Chicago, like Dwayne Kennedy, who was in my wedding, and a bunch of cats like that. Like we've, you know, it's it's been. A, I've I have a lot of like comedy homes, but when I moved out here, like all the stuff that comics did to get on, like I already did it, where there was like there was no camera, no limelight. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Like yeah. I did the doorman thing. I did the, you know, sit. I watched everybody's act. I learned from everybody. Talked to everybody. You know, taking the dinner. I would drive them around the radio. I did. I did all that stuff. So when I came out here, it was like cats who knew me knew me. I got I got more love in New York when I first went there cuz all those cats like knew me. So I got into the cellar the first day. Like, yeah. That was they showed me so much love, but when I got out here, I didn't I didn't uh get into the store until I saw I was working on Everybody Hates Chris. Yeah. And uh Chris was like I'm going to perform at the uh at the store. I go, I'm going. So I went I sat in the back and I watched him. I go, I got to get in here. And um, and so, cause it was the only place I felt like that let you like figure it out. 
uh-huh. like what your artistry would be. And so I, I just used to go and I, I was back. I was back when I was 19. I was waiting in line on Mondays, doing the whole thing. For the and store? Yeah, watching everybody's act, getting a little two minutes here, two minutes there. Da, 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 da. And then I eventually got passed. And so that's pretty much, you know, what my comedy journey has been. I've, I've never been able to like manage to sell hard tickets like you, though. I never really like put that part together. So yeah. I've always just been a cat that people know is funny. And I guess that's why it's translated to the, to the writing aspect for me. Because yeah. my personality wise, I was never big on inviting people to come see me. <laughs> I, was, I just yeah. hope, I, for some reason, I just thought they would hear about me and then show up. <laughs> right, yeah, right. As opposed to me being, you know, being able to do the, the other stuff that was, that was needed. I just, that was never really like my, I like to perform and then bounce. <laughs> like, yeah, right. I'm not, I, I can do meet and greets, but I'm like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. for me, that's not just not my energy. Yeah. Um, all the time. I think because when I used to work the road, I used to sell, DVDs and T-shirts and people would be drunk and I used to always talk about race and stuff and you know you just get into these weird conversations yeah, yeah, yeah. it's like that wasn't what I was saying at all you yeah, know so yeah, I think yeah. that kind of burned me out on like <laughs> yeah, <laughs> wanting to talk to right. intoxicated people you know mm-hmm. after but so for me yeah t- talking to someone that's intoxicated yeah is intoxicating <laughs> it's like exactly. man i have to come down to your level to have a conversation yeah. i'm good i'll yeah. stay right here well especially yeah. if they're giving you their drunk interpretation of your work of your work oh man uh, and then a suggestion i'm good on suggestions right yeah yeah, yeah. you're drunk in a bar <laughs> exactly yeah <laughs> There's nothing you can suggest <laughs> to me that will benefit my life. <laughs> your shit face right. on a Thursday night at a bar in your town. Can I give you some advice? Can I give you some advice? Yeah. Yes, I was funny. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah, everyone at my job says you really should funny. talk less about women. Yeah. Like, okay. Okay. All right. I got some ideas. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I used to do comedy. Do you buy jokes? Yeah. That's, no. If I did, it wouldn't it be from you. Yeah. You hear it all. I have three in my pocket right now. Yeah. You're going to like this one. This one's called Cockskin. All right. I got to go, man. I got to go. I don't, need, I don't need your Cockskin joke. All day. It kills in the break room. Yeah. yeah right. <laughs> I hate those break room comics, man. Yeah, man. They come to the comedy clubs. I, you know, they come with a group, and it's just like, you know, I, re- I, I hate it when like a group of people go, "Oh my god, this is Charlie. He's like, he's crazy at work. He yeah, should yeah. do it. He's, yeah. a com- he's a comedian like you. It's like, no, he's not. Yeah. He's not." He's nowhere and, near me. And and where did it say open mic night? Yeah. What are you talking about? <laughs> where on the marquee about? did it say that everybody gets to come up here? Yeah. <laughs> Just stop. Yeah. Oh, my favorite, too. Did you ever used to get this? You probably don't get this anymore, but like when you work the road and they, and they, um, they, and you're headlining and they, they give you a feature. And that feature feels like they should be headlining. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, so they walk in, they got, they all crewed up. They know where everything is because they from this town. Yeah. You know me a headline, you know, all that stuff. Like, yeah, but I'm doing this. Yeah. Please. I'm doing this because I'm not on the road this week. Yeah, do your best work, man. Dude, that, do that lasted. That, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then you go up hey, and man, destroy crush. And looking at you like that. I would do that, too. I would say that. Yeah. Hey, man, crush yes. in front of me. Right. Yes. Right. Watch what happens afterwards. Right, exactly. <laughs> I, uh, I, I would get... Uh, uh, guys, you know, they would book, they would mm-hmm. book the features for me. And uh, I sent a couple home. 
and I told the club, I was like, uh, I'll just do their time. But give them, give them their money <laughs> for the week. But funny. I'll do their time. Oh, after you saw their act? Oh, yeah, I was done. That's Thursday, hilarious. I go, we can't carry this through the weekend. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll do it. Yeah, a lot of people's idea of what. I don't know what that what. is. I, I hate it when I hate it when there's comedy club managers that treat it like, like a uh, like a restaurant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was going to say, mm. yeah, yeah, this is drinks. not a restaurant. Right. No one is here for your special jalapeno poppers. <laughs> <laughs> not the jalapeno. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know they 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 yeah. rave about them. They they tell you, oh my god yeah we got this chicken marsala, bro. No one's here for any of that shit. Right. So quit treating this like a, a restaurant. They're all here for one thing and one thing only. It's the comic. Right. It's the headliner. Yeah. So treat us right. No one's yeah. here. No one's. Here. No one pulls up on your your Wednesday night going, hey man, I brought a, I got a date here and I can't stop talking about your chicken marsala. <laughs> <laughs> but there's no comedy show tonight. Up, I've never came here for your comedy. I come here for your chicken marsala and your jalapeno poppers. And your two drink minimum. Please. And your two drink minimum. <laughs> yes, I, I, mean, I need two drinks. I, I mean, to yeah. I respect your business <laughs> that you guys actually tell us to get two drinks. Yeah. <laughs> That's the only reason why I come back. Dude, it's so, oh, I don't like those you know, it's such an old school mentality, especially when we started, because we yeah. were coming at the, we were kind of like the tail end, yeah. uh, not really the tail end, because they stayed, there, there was a few managers that stayed for a while after that. But they were kind of like, you know, it was that old comedy club asshole manager yeah. mentality. And it was just like, I remember telling myself, man, when I get to this point where I can just tell you to, yeah, it was very abusive. You don't show up, yeah, <laughs> yeah, and you have to listen to me, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna do it. It was very abusive, which was, made my, my transition to writing. Like I was like, this is nothing. Like, yeah. When, when yeah. somebody tells you no to your idea, you're like, all right, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, compared to like what compared we, to it, yeah, oh, yeah. Nothing. Well, now it's good. It's all good for Owen Smith. Now we'll be right back with more koi pond. We're back. <laughs> um, uh, yo, no, but the the earlier stages of that, you know, that that whole grind, man. I was it was depressing. I always I told my son that too the other yeah. day. I was like, dude, dad, your dad was depressed, man. Oh, wow. You know, because people think, oh, you're on the road, you're just living that good life. It's like. No, we're not, right, man. Yeah, I remember right. I was doing a gig in St. Charles. I think it's called the Zanies. Zanies. Yeah, yeah. It's in a barn. Is that the one? St. Yeah, Charles. I feel a, like a, a, well, that. That was where I got my first TV uh, appearance. Really, St. Charles Zanies. No, Mount Prospect was where mine was. No, yeah, St. Charles is in a barn. It's a barn, yes, right? It's in a barn and it leaks. Yeah, it's far out. Yeah, yeah. Mount. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm yeah. literally yeah. Per oh performing in the roof yeah. mm -hmm. of some barn. Yeah. <laughs> And it's just like you you literally are just trying to like like imagine just being well, first of all Amish country. Yeah. So it's just all country. And uh and there's nothing. Like uh, there's not even a, a Costco anywhere. Right. You know? Or any something big with yeah, things to shop or right, something. Right, there's right, no right. mall. There's nothing. And literally I would sleep during the day. Yeah. I would just sleep. Like I would like find a way to like fall asleep on my bed. It's so depressing. <laughs> it's depressing, <laughs> oh dude. My God. And like I re you know, and I, I remember telling my I, I just recently told him that. I was like, Dad, Dad, your dad was depressed on the road, man. Like 
but that's what I had to do to get to here. Yeah. But man, those were those were those gigs where you're just like, oh God, like you're just biting the bullet. But yeah. But we love what we do. Yeah, yeah. It's weird. It's like it's like our first love, right? It is. It's like um, it's like no matter how for me, I'll say no matter how she treats you, you always come back. Yeah, like, man. If this, it's like if I could. There's a few I, I don't have a comment back to. Right. I don't speak right. to them anymore. If I, I, me and comedy have been been together for what, like you said, twenty nine years. Yeah. If I could, if I could work half as hard as I work at this in my personal relationship, we gonna we gonna be all right. That's yeah. so kind of like how I think yeah. about it. You know, are are you are you with anybody? I'm married. Yeah, I'm married, happily married. How long? Two kids. We've been married seven years. Wow. Yeah, Where'd you meet her? I met her out here. She's from. Uh, my wife is from Gary, Indiana. Ooh, so yeah, when I met her, I was like, uh, "That's where the Jacksons, Jacksons are from." Yeah. yeah, I was all corny, like, "What are the odds? Two black people <laughs> from different places. <laughs> we both got Indiana in common." I went Ooh. to know the thing. She you went, like, "Oh, you went the you went that route?" Yeah, or? I was like, "I didn't know." It. She was so gorgeous to me. You know how you just start talking dumb. I was like, "I just had it." She was like, "Ugh." You went this is this was meant to be route. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I knew when I saw, I knew I was gonna yeah. marry her. Like that was really? the first woman I ever saw that made me go, "I got to get my life together." Like oh, I saw, yeah. I, I gotta get my shit together. Yeah, yeah, I can't really. The right one to do it. I, yeah. I knew, I knew what moves I could do to do, you know, some immediate stuff. But I was like, I want, I, I gotta get my shit together. Yeah. So that's when I started thinking of like career, like what kind of, you know, and um, I like you say coming in on the tail end, because these these comedy club managers would say, if you get this credit, your headline. If you get this credit, and every time I would get that credit, that show was no longer. You right. know the flashpoint. Right, yeah. right, right, right. I got those credits, but I got it when nobody was watching it anymore. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. It was those like constant frustrations, and so writing came organic, man. As your peer group ascends, you, you know, one of my one of my my guys, Ali Leroy, ends up being the showrunner of Everybody Hates Chris, mm -hmm. and he had me come on and be Chris's voiceover for the actors. So I had to get there at seven a.m., which was early for a comic and I was always the last person to leave but it was like the best acting class and it was like it was like how I got my masters in how single camera television worked I got to see it and I got to see it through the lens of a, another like fellow comedian he went from a story editor to showrunner so I got to like I just got to see like the pressures he was under and how he navigated it a lot of stuff I liked, some stuff I was like, mm, I would do that different. If I, and it also, I didn't even know that job existed, right. showrun. I didn't even know what that was. I just go, oh, well, this is cool. And um, that was how I started like seeing this was a lane for me. And they would throw me in some episodes. And it was also the best acting class, you know, because when you take acting class in LA, it's in, it's in these safe, serene environments mm -hmm. where people are like, listening to you. But when you on set, people like rolling up cables, <laughs> the phone, they over there. They're not yeah. worried about. Yeah, you find your shit about your performance. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it was great to see how people like remember their lines and also like how you also have to remember like your placement, like where you put your hand. Because in acting classes, if, if if anybody's listening, you should once you get once you do a scene study, like once you and I get our scene, the acting teacher should go, "All right, now do it eight more times." Because yeah, <laughs> right. that's how many more times you got to at least do it on set because we got to get your coverage, my coverage, the two shot, you know all that stuff. Mm -hmm. But I loved like all of it. I didn't mean and, to uh, yawn. Huh? I didn't mean to yeah, yawn. That was so rude, man. Late yawning. I, mean, you know, I, feel, I, feel, I feel respect. That was so disrespectful. You were like those guys rolling up the cable. That's man. what it's like. But, but you, you got to keep right just going to play now. this camera. So then 
the last OG drops tomorrow. Yeah, <laughs> October twenty sixth, season four. Oh, that's yeah, so man. cool, man! 10, what a great, 10, what a great cast that is. Yeah, man, it's fantastic. Yeah, it was, it was, it was the best, and it was so funny. Ironically, um, Tracy Morgan had a show on Comedy Central. I forget what it's called. It was called like Chocolate Something, or you know, it was one of those names. And I auditioned for it in the Laugh Factory on Chocolate Sunday. I had the best set of the night. I'm talking to the, the bookers of the show, and they told me I wasn't black enough for this show. What? Wow. And I was just what like. What does that mean? I, I don't even know. I don't know what is that? I was so frozen, because it was, it was three That's a great not question, black though. people That's telling me. That's a great me. question. It was three. What does that even mean? They were looking for it, a specific. It doesn't mean anything. Like a color? Like the deeper, like a nah, deeper color I'm, tone? I'm dark, I know. Dre should have been there. I would, so Jay would have got I, it. I didn't get the show. Dre would have knocked it out of the park just in skin tone. Yep. I didn't get the show. The sh- <laughs> That's hilarious. I, but I crushed. Oh, it goes like this. But I crushed. Yeah. I had the best day of the night. Hey, man, Dre's really black. Right. Yeah, yeah. So we gave it to him. Yeah. That's yeah, weird. Man. What do they mean by that? Uh, I guess. Uh, I mean, I don't know. I Wait, mean, who I gave guess- you that note? I could put her name on blast. Yeah, not let's necessary. not do that. You're it's right. There's no reason. That's energy that doesn't yeah. need to be said. It doesn't matter yeah. because you got you got the writing that, gig. That's the irony. It comes around. Yeah. Now I'm sure I got to work in collaboration with Tracy. Moore and you know what's crazy, Owen? I'm sorry. I, I hate it. I always interrupt people. Yeah. Right? It's so rude. But yeah, you, you, I mean, look at that cat. Look, everyone knows Last OG is just yeah. phenomenal. And uh, and you're on that. You're you're writing for it. And um. By the way, Tracy is just so much fun to watch. Dude, yeah. any, anything he does, I'm just like, oh, he's right. so good. Um, but but that's the thing that people don't understand about Hollywood. It's like, dude, yeah, you can crush and you can read your lines and you can be whatever it is in the room. But if they're not looking for that, oh, well. And you got to learn how to get used to that. That's yeah. the hardest that's the part hardest about part. living in L.A. is being able to have that thick skin and understand that it's not... Uh, personal, personal. Yeah, it just isn't that the no's are just part of the process. Yeah, it's yeah. part of the process. Like they have a mandate. They have stuff they have to fulfill. Yeah, it comes from grade school, man. You remember when you were picking teens for a uh, dodgeball? Yeah, and I was always the last dude picked. I never, I never was. I'm sorry. <laughs> and it was always like, oh, they always picked you first. Yeah, they did. Yeah, they're like, look was, at his biceps. Because I, I was dark. Yeah, no, <laughs> see, no, no, it wasn't because you were dark. <laughs> It was because you were athletic. <laughs> oh, shit. Like he could throw. Right? <laughs> he can throw. Larry Foster was on, on my PE class. Yeah. And uh, by the way, we went to high school he together. He told me. Yeah. yeah. He's and, family. Yeah. He's married to your sister. Right? Yeah, he's married to my sister. But like, uh, but he was also like the star basketball. Nice. <laughs> he gives a shit. And... Uh, <laughs> so much anger because I was a nerd. <laughs> And um, but yeah, it's like that's that's a part of life, man. A lot of people can't deal with shit like that. Yeah, a lot of people use uh, certain things to numb things like that, and yeah. I, I feel for it. And that's why I think therapy is so good. You know, I had I, I wrote a book, and uh, and the hardest thing, and I tell everybody this is uh, doing the audio version of that book. Yeah, holy shit, bro! Uh, it was the craziest therapy I've ever had. Oh, wow. Like therapeutic, bro. I never cried so much in my life. I never right. reflected back on my life so much. Yeah. I never knew I remembered all of the details from my childhood. Yeah. Something that I suppressed for so long. Wow. And it's just like, yeah, now I see why, you know, not all, not everyone can deal with stuff like that. Yeah, and, that you know, that, that's why most people stay in safe, safe, safe spaces. Spa- safe and they're, spaces. And they're just like, they don't want to venture out. 
because they don't want to be told no. Scary out there. Yeah. And for you to say something like that, it's like, yeah, man, I had the best set of the night. And I'm just like, why didn't I get that gig? But, you know, things came back full circle. It's like you keep that positive mindset and you keep that energy going and and don't rely on negative. Mm -hmm. Hitting the bottle and and then going on Twitter going, yo, fuck Tracy Morgan, (laughs) which is what people do. He didn't even know. No, but that's what I'm saying, though. But people do that and they without thinking. It's like... I'm not you know, like that. And, really? Yeah, and what I'm saying is that's a good example of like, dude, like, yo, we all go through the same shit. We all mm-hmm. go through the same cycle. It's how you need to handle it. And and sometimes when they hear it from people like you, it's like, oh, okay, well, then that's how I'll go about it. Yeah. Instead of reacting the way that I do, understand that things will come around. You because just got to keep doing the it. The reality is some things have nothing to do with you or your performance or your talent level no. at all. They yeah. have nothing to do with you at all. No. It's something or decision that they, that were that was made based on something completely yeah, different. Completely I, different. I credit my time in, in Chicago for that because uh, I, I, knew, I already knew that I was a solid performer. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I, right. I, just from... Chicago is, is a great city to like fail in and learn, you know, like the stakes weren't as high as when you were out here. So when you hear something like that, you just go, ah, yeah. I could debate you <laughs> yeah. this or I could do, but ah, what's the point? And the show, it, it, it was only on the air for one season. And then to come back around to end up being the showrunner of Tracy Morgan's show, right. which was great, like for right. us to work so in this cool. collaborative way. Years later, it was so much fun and, and, and I, was even way more equipped to do this gig like yeah. years later. You know what I mean? So it was like. So and here's the other reality of yeah. that, right? Like, let's say you would have you would have got that. Yeah. It would have done that one year. Yeah. You wouldn't have had the opportunity. Yeah. Now. Maybe. I mean, maybe, 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 maybe not. Maybe, but, maybe not. But that. But I get what you're saying, Dre. It's like, yo, that that. And, you know, we always say this, but God had something else better for you waiting. And, yeah, and that's, like, that's how you got to look at it. You got to look at it. It's like, yo, there's something else waiting for me. Do you remember this, though, Joe? Like, I feel like back in that era, we always felt like this next TV spot is going to be the spot. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so that show, when it was happening, we all thought that that was going to be, yeah. you know, the thing. So right. we all wanted to. You know, shine, get our light shined on, on, you know, on that thing. So, so when I didn't get it, I was sad because of that. Mm-hmm. Um, because you thought, oh man, that was gonna be the thing that was gonna. And I didn't even know what this reached, you know. <laughs> but I just, I thought that was gonna yeah. be the thing. And I think a lot of comics, I don't know if they do that as much now because they can create their own life on their phone, you know, mm-hmm. and create their own audience and and do that. But for us, for for me back then, like when Def Jam came out, I was like. I did Def Jam and my Def Jam didn't air. I was oh. like, oh man, like I, right. I went, they went through a nationwide search. I was one of 50 comics selected out of Chicago. Um, and that was, and I ended my act with like this DJ Q and I was doing this little thing about how girls act different when their hair's done and not done. I got a standing ovation. It was one of my young comedy bits, right? But then between the time the show taped and the time um, I got picked to be in it, I, I was touring the widest states I did mm-hmm. North and South Dakota, Iowa, uh, Des Moines. They don't understand. So I, so my act had kind of changed. <laughs> so when I went on Def Jam, I got like nine applause breaks, right. but no standing ovation and no like rolling. And uh, I remember when I came off stage, this one comedian said, way to keep them seated. <laughs> I was like, oh, damn. Yeah. And Who I remember, said that to you? Uh, T-Rex. T-Rex. Oh, T-Rex. T-Rex. He, he swears he didn't say it. He says he doesn't remember it. But it, it was so funny to me 
I was like, yeah, I, I, I kind of did. <laughs> I remember Russell Simmons walked right past me, and I was like, I'm not going to air. Yeah. Like, he, he wasn't like, yo, he right. didn't even see me. And so I got, I got my rejection letter, and I was like, oh, man. So I went through a, a period of time like, damn, like, what? what? What like how what do I need to do you know to get that mm-hmm. to get that pop? Then years later, Russell Simmons had another show, and I did that show where Russell sat in the audience, and I did a bit where Russell gets up out of his seat and gives me dap on stage, and I got a standing ovation. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it was like it was just a full circle right, right. thing um, of of how it you just can't stop, you can't give, you got to keep. You know, sometimes people have to catch up to to your stuff because a lot of a lot of my stuff was a little ahead of just like where we were collectively like mm-hmm. some of the stuff i was talking about but then you know when i did the second russell show it it, it kind of lined up with what i was talking about it you know so it, you can't yeah mm-hmm. you can't pick it you just gotta keep you just gotta keep grinding yeah keep grinding yeah man. russell will forever wear a baseball hat yeah yeah <laughs> yeah 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 and then he would have me come by his office and yo russell, what's, up? what's up man what's up yeah <laughs> and i was like <laughs> russell, <laughs> russell will wear a uh uh, a Yankees hat with a, with a tuxedo at an award show. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He kept. Uh, he he had a yoga spot on Sunset. Oh yeah, me, he's uh, good at yoga, right? Yeah. Yeah. He gave me a month free to oh, do nice. yoga, so I would do yoga with him every morning. Yeah. And in, in, in this class, and he was insane. He was so good. And uh, Usher would come in there. Usher, amazing at yoga. Really? Yeah. Really? He would come in and then leave. I was like, damn. Like, but I felt great after a month, like solidly doing yoga, and then uh. All yeah, it's amazing what yoga like, can do for your body, man. I did not know that, man. You can you lose yoga? weight. No, no, absolutely not. It's <laughs> <laughs> fantastic. I got to get back into it. I can bend down and touch my uh, my toes. <laughs> yeah, nice. It's That's about all I can do. Yeah. Owen, oh, man, you still look the same. Thanks, man. Do you yeah. put lotion on your face? Lotion? <laughs> <laughs> uh, like I, uh, I am. I, I am. Not you know what? Face. Here's the thing. I think I look great. <laughs> like, look, like look, I look, look like great. <laughs> I look. Everyone starts drinking their water. Liquid death. Liquid death. <laughs> no, man, you look fantastic. I feel like I, you know, uh, you know. I look at my earlier stuff when I was younger mm-hmm. in yeah. the face, and I'm like, yeah, I'm young looking, but I like the way I look now. I feel like I finally grew into who I need to look like. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas you two both look like you're in high school. <laughs> I, I don't it's know. Especially that. this one. That's all we got. This one, all you have to do is put a jerry curl on his head. Oh, you had a curl? Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah you're from Seattle. Yeah, yeah. Bro, it was rough, yeah, bro. Nice, that's nice. why I have no hair today. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's, why, that's my theory. Them chemicals, man. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He, had a, he had a drippy... Uh, he had nice. a Letterman's jacket that had uh, a very dark collar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice yeah man yeah Accurate. man I the, wetter, the wetter the better That's the it. wetter the better dude i remember seeing all of them have it too man oh, yeah, we, had we had a lot we had a lot of these dudes at our school girl, man nah. nah that didn't really that didn't really pop in, in on, not, not on that, east coast i mean like we know we had women had it some dudes some dudes had the s curl you know how bill bellamy has that gorgeous thing i don't yeah. know what he puts in it or if that's natural he's just a gorgeous individual um but a lot of people tried to copy that um nah the most i ever tried to get was waves yeah and um yeah i'm kind of light in the hair area anyway brushing. so i never a lot of brushing yeah, a lot of yeah but you're, you still have the same face you yeah, just have yeah. the little gray, gray hairs hair. down yeah. some kids baby but it's the same <laughs> face that when i first met you it's and a dre blessing, man 
I want to put yeah. Dre in his old high school basketball outfit. That'd be so <laughs> funny. What do you got going on now? Are you going on the road? Uh, no, not yet. Um, I um, like I said, I just finished show running uh, the last OG, um, and that airs October twenty sixth. Uh, those ten episodes air, and right now I'm I'm developing. I'm in development season, so I'm developing dope. TV shows for a couple of folks, and uh, and then hopefully we see if we get a season five. Um, and um, last OG, yeah, hopefully, yeah, Damn, it's hopefully already on its crazy, fifth right? season. Yeah. Season for this season four, four. Dude, season I remember, four, yeah. I remember when it just came out, uh, it goes by fast, dude. Yeah. What the hell? That doesn't make sense, yeah, man. It's I remember dude, when I was a kid dude. and you'd be like, uh, the new season of the Cosby show is coming out, or yeah. you know, right, new right, season yeah. of different worlds coming out, and you right. waited, yeah, like it was a thing, yeah. The yeah. season, you know, premiere, they made an event out of it. You right, remember? Right. Like, now it's just like, wait, we're on season five? Yeah. Crazy. It's crazy, man. The fuck? Yeah. I mean, I, I go to New York and perform at the cellar a lot. Yeah. And then um, and mainly here at the store and the improv and, and the Laugh Factory. That's pretty much what I've been doing. Until there's like a demand for me to go out. <laughs> no. There's a demand for you. Yeah? Yeah. All right, well, I got to get The demand is there. Yeah. You just have to let people be aware of it. Yeah. Let them know you're out there. Yeah. Nah, you're not going to do it. <laughs> I can tell by your response. <laughs> no, right. it's no. So I'm going to tell you. I'll tell you a funny story. Yeah. I'll tell you a crazy story. Mm-hmm. So, this is how you answered. Yeah. No, no, but let me tell you what happened. So <laughs> yeah. I go on. Um, Rider money. I go on. Uh, you say something to me. Yeah, you just gotta, you know, go yeah, out there. Yeah, you and let them know. Go, get out and let everybody know, you know, when you're coming out. Nah, yeah. man. Listen, yeah. I, I will keep yeah. in touch. I, I'll, I'll, I'll tap into your, your. I'll get some advice from you. What I so, so Joe Rogan <laughs> used to always tell me I should be touring, and he would tell me how much money I should make, and he put this battery in my back, right? And so, because he would watch me at the store, so I, I started. I said, right, I think I get my wife on board. So I started telling her what Joe was telling me. She was like, All right. So I go on his podcast and I say, hey, for those of you who never heard of me, just go to textowen.com and I'll send you a clip of me if you dig it. And Joe was like, you about to break your phone. Mm-hmm. And so I do it, I get like 40,000 um, people. So I have their cell numbers and their emails and they got my act and they were complimentary and we're, we're conversing on this app. All of us were talking on this app. And I start geotagging, go, oh shoot, I got enough people here to do a show. I got so we were getting ready to actually make a push where I was going to start like, and then COVID happened. Yeah. So, that, so that's, so I started at 19, it took me this long to go, but I, I collectively now had like a mini team and we were going to start like doing it and just see. And I was horrified because I was like, what if nobody comes? But I feel like these people, I'm talking to them, they, they, it should work out. And uh, we had like three or four dates lined up, COVID happened. Oh. And so now, so now, and the number of people I got grew and the money it cost to keep that with no money coming in, it was, mm-hmm. I had to let the whole like app go. Right. So I may try to fire it up again. Uh, but right now, my. You I know, like how he says fired it up. That's an old guy reference. <laughs> I may fire it up again. Yeah, I'm going to fire yeah, it up. What are you talking oh, about exactly? Once I find the keys to this application, I'm going to fire it up and see what, if it's still, yeah. see if it still got it. Pump that gas yeah. pedal a few yeah. times. Turn it over and see what happens. Yeah. I mean, that's one That's one thing that I still, am I, I still want to fulfill. I do want to. Young in the face, old in the heart. <laughs> yeah, let's see if I can, uh, uh, you know, let me kickstart 
<laughs> maybe, maybe these little kicks pop Sorry. the clutch. Young yeah. face. Hey, can you give me a push and let me pop the clutch real quick and see if I can get this old thing working again? Young face, old heart is a hilarious. <laughs> that that's going to be the name of my special, tour. That's, that's the name of your special, bro. Tour. Special young face, old heart. Yeah, I love heart. it. Yeah, Owen Smith. Young face, old heart. Old heart. You're talking about firing up a couple of things. Yeah, fire. That's his first joke out the out the gate. Fired up. Yeah, He's got shirts that say "Fired it up." Fired it up. Have Rod Paulette open. Sell them titties for peace T-shirts. So my guy. Yeah, man. He's got Werther's caramels <laughs> in my pocket. In his pocket. Hey, young fella. Until a last really big uh, in front, uh, the front row. He hands it to him. There you go, man. That's a little caramel for you. All right, you guys ready to fire it up? <laughs> That's hilarious. The beginning of his special is like you hear the voice of God. Hey, are you guys ready <laughs> to fire it up? Young in the face, old in, in the heart. Give it up for Owen Smith. And then it's like the Commodores. <laughs> The Commodore. The Commodore's I'm just plan. thinking like some intro music oh, that he walks out oh, to. Yeah. Commodores. Commodores. He walks out to the Commodores. That's funny. <laughs> Easy like Sunday morning. No. <laughs> put the, yeah, let's put the crowd to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> I'll get them back. I'll get them back. It's not a crowd I can't get. <laughs> oh, Brick House. He comes out to Brick House. Brown. 36. Brown. Wow, what a winner. He's a brick. How's everyone doing tonight? Doing this dance. <laughs> fired up. I think I'm fired. Who's all fired up? So, you know what's funny? Some comedian is like writing this shit down. Like, yeah. mm, oh, shit. This man, sounds good. good. Oh, my God. That's funny, man. Fired up, man. Fired up. Young face, old at heart. Young old face, in the heart. Old heart. Young face, old Young heart. Young face, old heart. There it is. Mm-hmm. Fired up. I'm fired up. After every punchline he says, it gets an applause break, he goes like this. I'm fired up. <laughs> Don't get me started. Don't get, Don't get me, me started. started. <laughs> oh, man. That was so bad. Oh, Ugh. shit. Uh, oh, and I cannot yeah. wait for this special. <laughs> Young, Young face, face old, old heart. heart. It's going to crush, bro. <laughs> right. What does that even mean? Today? Who gives a fuck? Crush. crush. Yeah, what does that even mean? I, you got to fire it up and you'll find out. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait. Oh, you do. Need, when, when's your next special? When are you getting ready to shoot one? <laughs> Yeah, all the wind just come out. Oh, That's not Christ. even. I'm hey man, you got to get back out like, there. Yeah. And, uh, time. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I feel like I'm talking to one of those. Uh, what you know what's that? funny, Joe? Yes, like, like we talk about that. Like, I mean, what are specials like even special yes. right now? They yes. are. Yes. Yeah. Now's the time. Now's the time. Now is the time. I love your optimism. I'm not being optimistic. I, love optimism. I, I know for a fact. Now's the time. Comedy is booming. People want comedy. People want to laugh, and specials are special. Uh, all of my specials changed my life, and they didn't give me a special, Owen. I know that's uh, yeah, we're that similar. They give me a special. You, I you paid for your, my special. I, paid for, I did the same thing. Yeah, yeah, man. yeah. And, and now, I, now's yeah. the time. I, you know, it's so funny. I'm, I, I, it, I shot it, a special one. I did one where I paid for it out of, out of pocket, and then I was so bruised by that. The next special, I bought ten iPhones right. and shot a special on ten iPhones. Returned the iPhones. 
recorded me returning iPhones and got all my money back. <laughs> and if you see the special, you can't tell I shot it on iPhones. Are you, you serious? serious? I'm dead serious. I'm dead ass. Yeah, yeah. So I already know. And the first, the first special I shot, I spent. I don't even want to get into it, but I lost a patch of hair and all that stuff. Yeah. And and when I got back the footage, the dude on the medium close was soft focus, so I couldn't sell it. Oh. So I had oh to. God. So I had to eat the whole cost of the special. Who directed this? I don't even want to say this dude's name. No, but, don't uh, put it but, out. So so now I just got so now I got a DVD that I'm selling out the trunk of my car. Russell Peters took, takes me on the road. About a couple of years later, I, I'm working the road with Russell Peters, and we do Radio City. And I open for Russell. And the, the, the guy who books Sirius XM stuff was like, oh, my God, that was amazing. Do you have anything? I just give him the, the DVD, and he played it on Sirius. So over like a three-year time period, I made all my money back from mm -hmm. the, the cost of the special. Oh, oh that's that, great. So, right. That, that was like a seven-year right, right, right. You know, spread. But right. But no, oh, but that's no a perfect really. example of what we were saying earlier. <laughs> yeah, it yeah, comes right yeah. back around. It comes man. back around. It comes yeah. back, right back around. That's beautiful. Which one yeah. is the is the ten iPhones? That one, uh, full special. Good luck, everybody. Okay. You luck shot everybody. that with ten iPhones. Shot that on ten iPhones, player. Yeah, right there. Are the you West Side fucking Comedy. kidding me? Yeah, you can watch me. it for free online. Yeah, that's that's back when I was. Um, and then what? You just used the, some kind of DAT recorder and picked up the audio. Like how'd you get the audio? Uh, yeah, the same. Yeah, you. Uh, Did you hire a sound guy? Yeah, yeah. My brother-in-law does sound, so we 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 this like the spot. dude right here. Yes. We did the whole thing. Yeah, that's it. Yo, you shot that on an iPhone. iPhone six S. <laughs> oh my! And we thought we thought <laughs> on, a uh, on a six S. Yep, and that's when they were saying um, shot on an iPhone. That's when it was first billboard. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, I thought, yeah. I thought Apple would pick it up. I think they were mad at me because I returned the iPhones, but I don't know. They never. <laughs> And I showed I showed it to Russell Simmons. He yeah. was like, "Yo, nigga, if you did this on a, a Samsung, I could have got you, you know, Xbox." I was like, "Samsung, <laughs> Russell, is, this is this disruptive. This is innovative. Come on, right?" But um, wow, that's crazy, dude, that's man, crazy, yeah, bro. So I already, already, so so my, I, I absolutely, Look I've, at this. I've bro, never. This is dope. Who shot this? I did. I, I had no, but people. you you directed this. Yes, yeah. I know how to do all that stuff. That is amazing. Yeah, man, and um, I would have edited That's, myself. But this I was, is amazing. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie, yeah. man. This this is beautiful. Thanks, man. Look at this. So you yeah. had three, you had three, you had three iPhones facing nah, you from but the front had, of the stage. I had an iPhone in the back. I had three there. I had two up top, and I had two roaming. So I had, I used, I think I used eight of them. Yeah, and then we did some what backstage stuff. Fuck? That's insane. I'm like tripping right now. It's right? so good. Yep, and it, I got all my money back. It was so crazy. Congratulations on that. Wow. Thanks, man. That's really cool, dude. Yeah. And like I said earlier, um, you look the same. <laughs> <laughs> you look the exact same. Yeah. Oh, I, I, man, that, that, and I've said that before, though. It's man. like, every, yeah. yeah, that's mind blowing. If he goes, I cut that whole special up on iMovie, I'm a shit on <laughs> it. <laughs> no, I, I started to cut it myself, but um, I hired um, this amazing editor, Jeff Urin. Um, that's cool. He, he knocked it out. Yo, so editors like, are the shit. Yeah. Don't sleep on they make, Don't they make sleep it happen, on man. an editor. Those guys are gods, mm -hmm. bro. The ones that make it happen. They mm -hmm. do, man. Make me beautiful. But here's another thing. Don't don't sleep on not going in there and giving your creative eye to the editor as well. Right. Oh, yeah, That's yeah, also yeah. a key. Get in there and tell them what you like. 
Especially when it comes to comedy, man. You, you know, you know when shots need to be wide. You know when shots need to be close. It's like, mm-hmm. you know, for 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 that that joke. Mm-hmm. So yeah, but don't you know? There's I I know a couple of comics that got specials that didn't sit in the editing oh, bay, and I'm yeah, like, you gotta you gotta finish. <laughs> don't don't only be mad at yourself on that one. Right. Yeah, you gotta the editor finish. did his job. He yeah. did. But when it comes to the joke, you got to tell the editor like, "Hey, I need this. It's yeah. very important." So, right. yeah. yeah, man, that's so cool, man. Congrats, thanks, man. See, man, you just uh, you focus and you want something, you make it happen. You, know, you can't yeah. sit there and be like, "Yo, I can't get any studios to bring a bunch of cameras and pay money to fund my special." No, well, this guy yeah, said, "I got six stuff. iPhones, and yeah. I'm gonna do it right now." Yeah. Right. And I'm gonna leave the tags on and I'm make sure. The the tag oh yeah, it was so crazy. I should have recorded my unboxing and boxing. <laughs> I was like. So meticulous and putting it back and remember and when I, I put it back, yeah man. You and wiped all you wiped all the everything. You wiped them and then when I and what was your it, excuse returning them? I said I said uh, uh I did when the acting comes in I was like yeah my business partner in New York already bought them so we don't need um two. He was like I got I gotta go see some people. And then he's like all of them like you can see on the video and the two just gave me oh you had that video on YouTube yeah 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 it's at the end of the special oh, I'll return yeah it's crazy I had people like outside like recording me because you can't bring a phone right, right. Cause that's that's, that's right when Samsung like took their intel mm-hmm. and uh, you know, I don't know if it's folklore if they really did it but Apple sued Samsung and Samsung I, I don't know if it's, it's fake or whatever that's me returning them at the end <laughs> <laughs> Wow, you look like a cool guy right there. <laughs> <laughs> he looks like a cool guy. That's yeah. a cool guy at the mall right yeah. there. He doesn't look like a guy that's about hey, to return man. six iPhones. Hey, I'm going to return yeah. these iPhones yeah. and pick up some, some bitches real quick. Yeah, yeah. Hey, what's up, man? Nah, no, bitches don't want nobody returning shit. Yeah. I'm going to get my money back. Wow, yeah. he returned them. Returned them, son. Got all my paper back. Good for you. Yeah, it was crazy. But I was like, yeah, I'm not. I Until I get someone to pay for a special, I do. I'm That's so funny. Barry Cats like was your EP. Yeah, yeah. Barry Cats was managing me, managing me back then. Shout uh, out to Barry Cats is so funny. Yeah, I said. Uh, I said. Uh, I don't like saying this. Uh, he he had a project idea that he wanted me to be a part of, and mm. I was just like, you know, my you know my personal decision is that I didn't want to be part of a group of comics in order to get on Comedy Central. So that's all that's the only reason why. It's not I love right. Barry. He's a nice guy. Yeah. But I didn't want to be a part of the group. And I love everybody that was in this group. It's just I from 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 the age of ten wanted to be a stand up comedian. Nine for me. Yeah. yeah. Uh, eight for me. Saddling uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> the boom. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. In my dad's nuts. Uh, I was in my dad's nuts. Like, I don't be a comedian. Just let me out of here. <laughs> no, when you said 10, I, I, I really think nine, 10 years old. That's yeah. a very And when you said eight. nine, I was like, oh, I meant eight. So, yeah, we can do this all day, only. <laughs> uh, so, uh, yeah, a fetus. A fetus. No, uh, I, I, just, I just was like, I, I I I was like no I I if I'm gonna get an hour special it's not with a group of people it's right. I want my own hour special and that's all that was and I told him that we're the other three people now uh it was it was called the uh, Kims of comedy yeah yeah and nice. I and I didn't want to do it at that time I wanted to right. no it had none because I loved all of them they're all my friends and it had nothing to do with just that it was just I personally you know because I did the same thing with Chelsea Chelsea wanted me to be the sidekick on Chelsea Lately and I said no to that you know what I mean because I didn't want to be known as the sidekick I didn't want to be known as the guy in this group I you know I had a very uh I was very yeah my vision you You know I narrow vision you know and I was like this is what I'm going to do and I don't want that if I'm going to be on this it's going to be 
by myself. And thank God I did. Like you said, came back around because I was working at Nordstrom Rack and then that aired on Comedy Central and I was like depressed because here they are getting all this free airplay and then they went on a tour together and I was just like, here I am racking shoes and I'm like, I fucked up. But then, you know, two and a half, three years later, I got my own special. I got Don't Make Him Angry and I was like, okay, it was a great decision. So, uh, but oh, my son's calling. I, 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 uh, it was so funny because I said no to him. He's like, what are you talking? I don't know how to do his voice, but yeah, he, yeah. to me, he sounds like this. No one says no to Barry Katz or something like that. Like he's like, <laughs> no one says no to Barry Katz. Oh, he Katz. said that to you. That's yeah, he funny. said that to me on the phone. He was like, are you kidding me? No one says no to Barry Katz. Barry Katz is an obvious. I don't know why he talks he to the third, third person. person? <laughs> yeah. Talks to, yeah. Like, Barry Katz was next to Barry Katz. And he was talking about him. And he goes, yeah, no one says not a Barry Katz. When Barry Katz comes out with a blah, 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 you, you, you know, a lot of these guys, they jump at the opportunity. But, you know, all right, so this is going to be huge. So good luck. I don't know if that's how he sounds, but if I ever hear him, I know I can get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, anyway, I'm, I'm doing this thing. Uh, I have a general at, uh, at MTV on Santa Monica, you know, uh-huh. and, uh, and I'm about to go up this elevator to go meet with whoever. And he comes out of the elevator with Lance Burton. Do you know who Lance Burton is? Uh-uh, he's a I he's a magician. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's he's always like dressed up and looks like a magician. Uh-huh. Like he always looks like he's got like six pigeons just ready to go. <laughs> yeah. And he's just he's walking. So Barry's walking. He's wearing that that leather jacket with the fr- you know, the Bon Jovi jacket. Yeah. And he's walking towards me and he goes, Joe, hi. Right? And then behind him is Lance Burton. He's floating behind him, right? He's just like <laughs> levitating. And uh, he goes, do you know Lance Burton? I go, oh, what's up, Lance? I go, yeah, I know Lance. I'm from Vegas, man. What's up, man? He goes, yeah, we're working on a show together. And I had this soda. I had a Diet Dr. Pepper that I had, right? It's a special Diet Dr. Pepper because I wanted to taste it for my sister because she had an addiction to Dr. Pepper, but she has lupus. And I was like, maybe this Diet Dr. Pepper show like this. And it's something like personal, right? Right. right? It's literally, it was personal. Yeah. And he grabs it out of my hand and he cracks it open. And he drinks it <laughs> in front of me. And he goes, that's it. That's the least you could do for saying no to Barry Cat. That's actually funny. <laughs> and walks off with this magician guy <laughs> floating by. Floating by. That is hilarious. That's a true story. That's hilarious. Hey, true listen. Story. He, he, he stayed true. <laughs> He's he no joke, man. He was mad you said no. Yeah, I love, you know, and shout out to Barry Katz. Yeah, in no way am I saying anything bad. Yeah. It's just. That was beautifully petty. That yeah. Was yeah. 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 Exactly. Yeah. 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 Screw your sister in a dumb <laughs> yeah. What? What? Yeah. Jesus, Barry. <laughs> Yo, we'll be right back with more Owen Smith. Uh, and we're back with more Owen Smith. So right now you're, uh, you know, you're always staying busy, and that's such a beautiful thing, man. Yeah. And uh, and you're making your mark in Hollywood. And that's beautiful. Your kids are gonna be so proud of you. Yes. You know what I mean? That's that's, that's always the thing, the right? Whole, yeah. Because right around my, I'd have to say year sixteen. Mm-hmm. My son was three, right? You're 16. My son is three. Yeah. And he wasn't getting it. And I wasn't popping. And people around me were popping, like blowing up. Gabe, Kev. They're all popping. You know what I mean? I'm just like, dude, what is going on? And then he's like seven. And I'm just like, I'm still headlining rooms, but like no one knows who I am. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? It's just like. I just want like that one thing where my son can be like, yo, my dad did that. You know what I mean? And, and, and that's so important. And it's just like, 
to us, especially mm-hmm. as a comedian. Absolutely. You know, as hard as our job is, we have the hardest job in Hollywood, in all of entertainment. I want everyone to know that. Rock, orchestra, I don't know, juggler, I don't give a fuck what you do in entertainment. Stand-up comedy is the hardest. You could be a, a dramatic actor, you could be a comedic actor, a, a action hero. None of them will get on stage and tell jokes and be good at it because it's hard. It's that hard. For a long time. It right. is hard, bro. The grind is hard. Right. Oh yeah. The road is hard. Yeah. And the actual act of getting on stage and 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 getting in front of a bunch of people that have no idea who, who the you fuck are. you are and convincing them that you're funny is the hardest thing in the world. Yeah. That's why two shows on one night, I don't do them anymore. Like I do theaters now, yeah, right? Yeah. But but there was a point where I was doing two theaters on a night. Sometimes three. Yeah, and, and I'm like, I'm not doing that anymore. I'm not, because it's so mentally exhausting yeah. and physically exhausting. Yeah. There's physical, yeah, it's physical yeah. too, but uh, the mental of like coming off is such a high that you and I can't even explain. Yeah. Like there's not even a drug out there no. that can compare to the high that Owen and I get when we walk off stage, yeah. especially off of a killer set. We're just, we, we are floating. Yes. Like we're so it takes high, so long to come and down. and for so long, like people always go, Joe, you go to bed at four thirty in the morning. It's like, yeah, dude, I I'm just bummed. crushed. <laughs> I can't sleep. Yeah, and it's like, and and those two shows were so mentally exhausting yeah. because you literally would like couldn't even celebrate the first show. You would literally have to go all the way back down to zero and start all over again because now I have to convince these people that I'm funny. That's that's the metaphor for comedy. It's yeah. the most humble. I would say it's the most humbling yeah. thing. And you know what I mean? Because because of that. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. like golf, right? You did a great swing, you did a great hit, you gotta do it again. You gotta, you gotta do, do it again. It. Yeah. Like nobody cares. And you gotta start from zero. You start from zero. And you gotta figure out and what figure what out. club and what shot yeah. and where where it's gonna lie. Yeah. It's like what? Yeah, it's the most I would say it's the most humbling. I, I would say it's the hardest. It's but, hard. But it's I would I, say hard. Because I've seen stand ups in those other spaces you mentioned yeah. and they, they can't knock it off the park. Ver, you know, but so, but I would say it's the most humble, stand, stand up, being a stand up comedian is the most humbling. It's thing. the hardest. Yeah. You have to agree with me, Owen. You have to agree with me on this. I, I, I do, I, I agree with you. <laughs> you, but, you have but, to because anyone, you gotta you gotta put some respect. Oh, listen, no, no, Birdman. I agree with that. Birdman, Birdman, put some respect on our name. You're saying the same thing, it's I just, agree with that. You know why I say it, Owen? Yeah. The reason why I say it and the reason why I say it with such conviction is. Um, I love that. I but, don't, but his, I don't his, like his, it his, when you say you're a comedian and you're on your come up and you, you're laughed at or you're like, oh, really? Oh, where are you at? Oh, well, are, are you funny? It's like, yeah, motherfucker, I am. Right. I am. And but not only that, I, I'm raising a kid with this. Right. So don't talk to me like this. There's no difference from what I do and what you do. Right. I will say this. My job's harder than yours. Yeah. One million percent. I don't give a fuck what you do. I don't care if you fly planes for a living. That pilot will not get on stage for 10 minutes. You won't. In a cockpit. You won't. Trying out material. Hey, everybody. I've seen that. I've seen, I've seen, I've seen uh, flight attendants working material out on that, on that thing on yeah. Southwest. And I'm like, you it's know you want to be a comic, but you can't. Yeah. It's not the same. Yeah. It's so hard, dude. I, I say it every I, time. I agree with that. I guess for me, I was, I was trying to figure out a word for a lot of people who do comedy but it's not 
comedy. Like they're mm. popular people, mm-hmm. they have an audience, but when you watch their specials or what have you, you're like, yeah, you're, you're not doing stand up. That's not, but I don't know what the word for I it don't is know what the word is either. I know exactly they, what you're talking yeah, about. Like, I don't want them to go away. They're popular and it's a nice evening with them, but but it's so many people that come over into the lane of what you're specifically yes. talking about, of what is the hardest right. job right. that is so murky. Yeah. yeah. So I don't want your listeners to like yeah, get man. it. Like, you know, do yeah, a, yeah, do yeah, a yeah. Wednesday night about, in the front room at Cap City in Austin. Yeah. Do that. Yeah. Not even on a headline night. Do a Wednesday night at Cap City in Austin in the Austin. front room in front of the fucking bar. Yeah. And you tell me if you like comedy after that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And that's real. That's real. And then you got to love it, bro. You got no safety I, net. It's not. No, you got no safety yeah. Bro, I pulled up on a tour bus one time. Uh, you know, and I, because I love stand up. Like, mm-hmm. I just, too, if, yeah. if I can find out if there's an open mic in the room, I'm going, I'm going up. To it, and yeah. people trip out when I walk up. I'm like, no, can I do five? Like, can I yeah. do 10? Like, whatever. Like, I, I don't give a fuck if there's six people in here. It's just like, I know that's what keeps my, my knives sharp. Right. I know that's what keeps my skill set going. Absolutely. So it's like, yeah, I want to go up. Let me test myself, dude. Yeah. And I, I remember pulling up at this open mic. I think it was in Cleveland. And it was just a bar, bro. Oh, and I was literally next to like this. TV that was not even on right. It was like that. It was hanging on the wall yeah. like this light fixture, just at an angle, drooping, yeah. wires hanging out. There was a keg next to me, a bunch of broken tables. You could hear everyone playing pool and stuff on the other room yeah, because absolutely. this was a side room for the comics. Yeah. Bro, best time of my life. Yeah. yeah. And I and I dare anyone to do that. It's I you know. will not do it. I love doing that when you can show a crowd how comedy's supposed to work. Yeah. Because there's a lot of people who who, who perform in the same venues we perform and I'll say it that way but it's not it's not what we it's not do. what yeah. we do right. that's, that's the the hard part the yeah. true art form of stand up yeah. comedy man like I'm telling you and it's for me I'm, I'm and I'm not being diplomatic I'm saying I don't I'm not saying anything negative about the people that do that but it's not it's not doing stand up and it's really and I can see you I can I can cut through you like a knife yeah. because I can even see when uh there's a there's a reaction that comics have when when what what it is that they know crushes does it move mm-hmm. what mm-hmm. does it move the audience that's yeah. in front of them mm-hmm. at that moment how we react like I know how we react mm-hmm. I can see it it's like oh that didn't work for him I could tell in his oh, yeah. actions yeah, right yeah. but then you'll see the other ones that are not from our world mm-hmm. and they just just go right through it mm-hmm. like just go right through it mm-hmm. and never skip a beat. Mm-hmm. It's almost like they're on autopilot. Yeah. You know what I mean? And they're not really feeling or reacting. There's no real attachment. There's yeah, no attachment. It's yeah. just literally script, move right. here, walk there. Yeah. And they don't give a fuck if there's a clap or a silence. You can see it, man. It's like, yeah. I'm not hating. You know what I mean? There's room for no, all of us. No, that's what I'm saying. It's, yeah. like, it's, it's, just, it's like this. It's just I different. don't even say it's a new thing. It's just a different thing populating this space of what is so like gen- I guess I would equate it to like if I was a, a R&B artist like you said a com- if I was mm. the Commodores and then if I heard yeah, the I music you, today I knew he liked the Commodores <laughs> yo if I, fire it up bro fire it up fire it up bro <laughs> if I was the Commodores with like all that like instrumentation and knowing, and knowing how to do composition and play all my instruments and then I saw some of the R&B acts today mm, right Charlie Wilson's a great example put it that Charlie so I was at a concert one time and Charlie Wilson was in the audience and the singer was singing his, his butt off but Charlie Wilson came on stage and did one note and mm-hmm. everyone felt like damn 
We should be at a Charlie Wilson concert. Right, 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 right. This guy was doing all his in his show and all this. Yeah, yeah. Charlie Wilson, do we? Like one, do the yeah. neighbors like yeah. More of that guy. And it's that, the purity. And it's just, the purity of yeah, it. the rawness. Yeah. Or if like Shaka The Khan. originality. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, yeah. It's those two worlds. And so being a little older now, now an OG, see, I don't begrudge like what's, what's coming, but it is so much more. Like sometimes I hear comments, I go, man, you left so much meat on the bone there. Like that's just the premise. You mm. can go so, or mm. what are you trying to say with that? Or why did you stop it there? Or why you should start, or, or that part should come first. And why, you know, it's, it's just a whole bunch of just. Yeah. I mean, for me, like as a consumer of comedy, right? Yeah. I, I, when I hear certain comments, I, and I leave knowing more about that person, mm-hmm. that's when I understand that that's, like I've learned about you today. Yeah, you feel me? Like it, it's, it's not just it's not just jokes. No, it's like I've actually learned your stance, your point of view, or just how you your perspective, how you yeah. even see things, yep. or how you don't see. You know what I mean? Like I, I've I've learned something. Yeah. yeah, and that's what I that's what I see. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I love that. That's yeah. a great description. Yeah, because yeah. as long as because it doesn't matter if you talk about family or whatever, as long as it's you. Yeah. And, and you know what I mean? Your point of view or, yeah, or yeah. how you feel about something. Like, yeah, then then you walk away with going, okay, that was cool. Yeah. I got to know this person. Right. You know what I mean? So I, I love that, man. Yeah, man. I love stand-up. And yeah. I love you, Owen. Same. I've yeah. always loved you. My man. Yeah. I've always said that since the day I met you at the the Laugh, Laugh Factory. Factory. <laughs> uh, right? Yeah, yeah. I remember walking up to you uh, that uh, one of the shows and just talking yeah. to you and just be like, God damn, you're funny, man. So I, I I love it, man, and yeah, man, you got to jump on. Just jump on one of my shows, bro. That'd I would be love so it. sick. I would love it. Make it would, hard for I'll me to there. follow, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Do that. You know what I mean? I yeah. love that shit. Yeah, that's always been my Cedric story. I've always said that about Cedric. What? That that's when I saw what a real headliner is. You know, uh, you know when I when I see a guy that just looks at you and goes, because I crushed in front of him yeah. at Pachanga, like Good. fucking standing Ooh, over. And this is back did. when I was still like. My son was one. Yeah. You know what I mean? I was at Nordstrom Rack. Yeah. And uh, and he was, you know, he was doing everything. You know, uh, he's a movies, everything. And, yeah. you know, he's just huge. It was like 3,800 people, man. It was like Shit. packed house. And and I crushed, man. I fucking laid it out. Yeah. And, um, and I remember, like, you, you, I remember when I was on stage. Even when I was on stage, I'm like, yo, he ain't going to follow this shit. Like, I was saying that. <laughs> you you know gotta, what I mean? You got to believe that. I was like, yo, he <laughs> yeah, is not going to follow this shit, man. Good luck, Sad. Yeah. Like, I've killed it tonight. And then I walked off stage and he was just standing there like in his whole outfit. You know, he's like, yeah, make me work for this motherfucker, man. Make yeah. me work for this money, Joe Coy. That's yeah. what I'm talking about. Make me work for this shit. He's bouncing and shit, yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. He, pretending he had sunflower seeds, but he didn't. You know I mean? <laughs> and then they said, Cedric the Entertainer. And he walked out, bro. He, I mean, literally, it was the whole room forgot who the fuck right. opened for Cedric <laughs> yeah. in two minutes. That's hilarious. And then he just kept that train running, man. It just kept going. And I'm yeah. like, oh, okay. Yep. Yep. I see who you are. I yeah. see what that is, man. Yeah. yeah. So that's that's, that's always been my thing, man. Like, just put that heat in front of you, man. Yeah. Fire it up. That heat. Fire. My dude, you're welcome. Trey, you're welcome. That's how you call back the end <laughs> of this podcast, bro. Here it is. Call Fire it, it up. up. Last OG. And we did it. The last OG. Last OG airs October 26th uh, at 10 p.m. Eastern yes. and Pacific. Back to back episodes. I'm also acting in the first one. Ooh, and I wrote nice. the first one. Yep. This is yep. uh, the great and very talented and very funny 
Owen Smith, yeah, 100%, young in the face, old, old in heart. heart. <laughs> young face, old heart dropping soon oh, on Spotify. Soon, and he's going to shoot it with Samsung. Samsung's this time. <laughs> so he's doing it with sponsored Google. by yeah. Russell. By who? No, no, no. Not Russell now. I love you said Russell, that? but he's uh, no, no, but who said Russell Samsung? Samsung? Oh, he said that? Yeah, if you got this on Samsung, I could have got you. Yeah, yeah. He was excited. <laughs> I love you, Owen. Same, Joe. You're the best, oh, bro. Yeah. Let's go. OwenSmith.com. OwenSmith live.com owensmithlive.com and of yeah. course Owen Smith what on IG and all that Owen Smith the number four real I, I was uh, copying Kevin Hart oh I love it man <laughs> I love uh, it I guess it worked for him but, yeah uh, well that's because you and Kevin didn't get your names when you were supposed to <laughs> no when it first came out no no <laughs> I'm, I'm surprised but Owen Smith is such a it's like John Doe so. yeah, yeah it's very common oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah yeah man yeah that's dope, man. Oh, no, I'm no, no. so happy for you, Owen. Thanks, man. And uh, congratulations with all your success. Uh, Same and, to you. And your beautiful wife and two and kids. Two kids, man. And it's going down. This it's happening. The, it's the Koi Pond. Thank you so much for jumping in, man. Absolutely. Woo! That was fun. That was oh, I forgot to say bye to you, Dre. Aww. And I love you so much, love Dre. You, man. <laughs> <laughs>